Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I feel like I'm in cocoa. I want my chocolate fountain. <laughs> oh, where? God, I'm just a lonely flower girl. Where, where's my? I got to find my boyfriend getting off the airport. Oh, wait, that's the wrong show. But they all sounded like Emma. <laughs> they all did. They sounded like Emma from but 90 Day UK. Not even. At least Emma has that kind of northern charming sound. This sounded like Pants Cockney banging. street trash. <laughs> it did sound a bit like my Dick Van Dyke accent. Hello. <laughs> At one point, did you see the subtitles? They couldn't even they catch s- it. <laughs> it doesn't it matter. Like Welsh. Because this charter is hot. Those men are they, gorgeous. They look like Sean Cody when they he went to Britain. Remember so- that one? Yes. Fuck they are Britannia. Soccer hooligans. Oh, yes. <laughs> or so- football hooligans. Oh, hooligans. <laughs> you know, they just they play sports and then they go out and they drink afterwards. And fuck and each other, right? Fuck each other, yeah. Oh, with their beautiful, love uncut part. dicks. This is below dick. <laughs> Down under. Badoo. Badoo, The y'all. British version. The British For some ver- reason. But they will go, go, go. <laughs> it, is, it is interesting. I feel like I'm in Coco. Coco. When she said that, I went, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> She's wearing a tiny sombrero. Like, if Lin-Manuel Miranda was... He would go, oh, that's, oh that dumb bitch. No, this was... Oh, you said the magic word I of the episode. I did say the magic word of the episode, y'all. Now, we need to remember, y'all, words hurt. <laughs> words hurt. Now, I think this is interesting. I need they, a pedicure. They chose the title 99 Problems and a Thalassa Ain't One. Obviously, a bitch. That's, that's what yeah. the word they left out. However, I like my title better, which is simply, bitch, please. Bitch, please. <laughs> Either one I love. Bitch, please. Please, with a question mark? I just want to say, 90 Day Fiance doesn't even try anymore. No. Y'all, we're covering this on Sunday. Uh, We're doing the show on Sunday when 90 Day Fiance comes out because we're not doing 90 Day Fiance, the new episode of Hey Today, because we're doing that at our Chicago Live Show. Chicago Live Show on Thursday? Thursday, the 29th. Y'all, come see us in Lincoln Hall. You missed it because Lincoln Hall. Snowstorm. Well, we're back, bitches. And I just looked, and the weather's going to be a beautiful 60 degrees in Chicago. That is positively balmy. Oh, I can't wait. But um, what was I talking about? I just lost my train of thought on that. I was talking about. Well, well, I don't talk about. I don't about my train of thought. I was talking about. Uh, we're talking about bitch. Oh, the episode of Ninety Day Fiance this week is just called complicated. <laughs> they really have given up on. They should. Why well, you have to go and make things so complicated? I wish they would. Justice for Avril Lavigne. I would do this free. If they would just send us the episodes early, I would watch them Same, and say. And name them. Name this. Let me name this for you. I, I would totally do that. We would do a better job. Get two queens to come yes. up with funny names. Right now, I feel like it's a straight man who doesn't want to be there. Oh, <laughs> uh, bro, what do you want to call us? Oh, no, think, it's complicated. I think that's the there entire staff. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, y'all. On to Below Deck Down Under. But yeah, live shows, y'all. Come see us on the doublet tour. Um, 
There's a hurricane headed towards Tampa right now. <laughs> You're lying. No, have you is not watched really? the news? No. Oh, it's hitting Tampa this week. So we're coming like at the after. end of this week. So we're going to show up after a hurricane. After the devastation. It might veer towards up towards like more like Destin, not New Orleans far, but it might go up. But right now, literally, I was watching the Weather Channel. It looks like this storm, after it passes Cuba, will have a direct hit on Tampa. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we just... You didn't see that yet? I... <laughs> I... I don't know what to say. We have we're, power. We're killing celebrities. But we, it's not good power. We're ending Broadway shows. We're ending Phantom of the Opera. It's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, yes. So, hopefully, y'all, it's a mild hurricane. Yes. Looks, they're saying it only would get up to maybe a Category 2. Oh, good. Heat the warnings. I think everybody needs to be out by, they, they're saying Monday night, but check your local weather station. and But ta- come back in for our show. But get your <laughs> shit out and then come back for a Tampa show on October 14th and 15th for Poodle's birthday extravaganza. Take your pets with you, but don't bring them to the show. <laughs> don't bring them to the show. If you I know you love your pets, but they don't belong in a reality gay show. I just hope the theater has power and doesn't get flooded. I'll be flooded later, <laughs> regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Power or none? Oh God! This, this I mean, is really? I don't know. This I is some mercury shit. How can so many things be going wrong? Because I'm telling you, <laughs> the Channy app is reading me for fucking filth. God, I love that app. I and her have, Instagram. I love her. I have had crazy dreams. Uh, feeling I've felt unsettled for about five days now, and I don't know what's gonna happen. I was at a I was at a store yesterday because our friend Bridget Green came into town and talked to me all day and I enjoyed actually having her but she was you know Bridget Green she talks 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 she talks a lot and um and she was watching Below Deck Down Under with me and she's like I've never watched the show I just listened to you guys and she was watching it and she saw right she went holy shit he's an asshole yeah like, yeah he's an asshole Bridget Green for those of you who are listening to us for a long time Bridget Green actually made an appearance she did on an old episode of TBT time I, I believe TBT time yeah yeah, yeah yeah she was there hanging out she was hanging people out people want to know all about Bridget Green's dating dramas oh she's with the guy now been there for several years they're very happy good so she got it worked out but she took me makeup shopping at what? wasn't she under wasn't she waiting under a bridge for someone basically <laughs> for <a while? laughs> So we went shopping yesterday, and this woman, this girl was helping us with, like, makeup and stuff like this, because Bridget Green, you know, yes. because she works for Houston Grand Opera. And so um, we're getting She stuff. does wigs, y'all. She does. And so they were, there was a candle section. I said, oh, what are these candles? And, and the woman said, oh, they're candles, and you and they have crystals in them, and then you burn them, and you can creep the crystals. And I went, what? Because <laughs> you know I'm real woo-woo right now. That's kind of amazing. I, I, they are. And so I bought this one, and she said, what is this candle? She said, it's called Back to Black, and it smelled kind of like leather. You would Amy like Winehouse. And I didn't get that correlation, but it's this guy who, <laughs> Why would you? who makes these for all these celebrities. But she said, you burn the candle, and it has black crystal in it. It soaks up all the energy, and then you have to throw away the candle and the crystals, because you've got to get it out of your apartment. And I'm... I literally bought the candle. I'm walking on the door. I said, this is going to be good energy. And she's like, yeah, it was made after Amy Winehouse. And I went, <laughs> okay. Can I return this? Can I return this? Because that didn't end good. No. Didn't go good. Didn't go good. But I've got the candle now. Unbelievable performer and uh, yes. entertainer. And composer and songwriter. My friend does a really well on drag. <laughs> we need to move on. We do. We do. We do. We do. Tragic with life. Badoo. Tragic life. All right. So tragic. Yes, tragic, y'all. So remember, words hurt and um, come see us on live shows. I, I want to talk about the concept of words hurting, though. Well, we're going to talk. Yeah. Oh, we have another announcement. This is big news. This is huge. I like it. You're saying that. I don't even know no, what it is. This is actual big news. And it's all because I don't even know. of Sissy Drew. Oh, the website is up again. Our website is back, y'all. RealityGays.com. It's not porn anymore. We're still tinkering with it. There's some language and stuff we're going to change and work up. That's right. That is a big announcement. Our website, people have already found it because they're messaging. 
Our website is up. Here's the deal, y'all. Go to our new website. Take a look. RealityGays.com. 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 It's not poor anymore. Our, it, and it's secured, so you're not going to get hacked. <laughs> it's got a certificate and all this shit. Because our friend Drew. Before it wasn't. Our friend Drew works at GoDaddy, and that's who we host our website with. And they yeah. got that thing locked up tight. So, But I will say, great thing about it for a lot of you. GoDaddy, Drew. I don't even know if you knew this. If he does this. This website. You want to leave a review, an Apple podcast or a Spotify review, and you don't know how to do that? Go to our website, and it'll click on the link, and it'll take you right there. I did not know that. Yep, and you can leave an Apple podcast review or a Spotify. You want to check up our, our live shows aren't out there yet. We haven't built that out. Patrick's got it with the cute butt's got to do that. But if you want to see, it's, it's completely separated all of our shows. You want to say, I just want to listen to Below Deck Down Under. You can find that. You just want to listen to... Um, I don't know. You want to listen to uh, Below Deck Med? It'll separate it's everything that out. I want. I'm really happy with it. We're gonna... I'm the normal sissy consumer. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so I anyway, don't to our show. What am I talking about? You haven't even looked at the website yet. <laughs> he did nothing with it, but that's okay. I liked it when it was born. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, y'all, you can go to realitygates.com, but not if you want to get those live tickets. You still got to go to our link tree. Still got to go to link tree link on our Instagram. And or our TikTok. But if you want to join our Patreon or our Supercast, those links are there. And you can just click on those links. This whole thing's been one commercial for us. Well, it's our (laughs) fucking show. You're right. Fuck you. All right. Let's do this. (laughs) What's your first teabag? I'm delirious. You are delirious. You didn't sleep well last night. I am punchy. I was up till three in the morning because Bridget Green was talking to me. So uh we've got to pull it together i want to say this was an extra long episode this week of this is episode 13 uh my my magic number uh unlucky number for a lot of people but it's good for me yeah um extra long episode this so much happened in this episode a lot happened it was a little bit of a red wedding at the end too we finally got some conclusions yeah um so I'm I will j- cheat and say I did watch like the first five of minutes. Of course you did. I, I wanna, It's fucking juicy. Oh, it's I'm great. Sure. I want to jump right into... I like it that you completely destroy me for doing that. <laughs> and you but completely I admit to I it. Don't, I, I just said it's <laughs> juicy and you would have said, oh, it's great. Ryan got kicked off the boat and fell in the water and then cussed at the captain and then like sucked his dick. You would have told everything. That happens. <laughs> That's why you can't be trusted. Fine. Fine. So, you're not wrong. Uh, I want to talk about Bitchgate. Let's, t- so, yeah, let's bitch talk gate. about Bitchgate. Bitch so, I'm of two bitches. I think this is... I would have been okay if Jamie would have had a problem with someone calling him a bitch. Um, I think it's fragile ego in, in most ways. Now, there may have been something we don't know about his past that could make him so sensitive. However, he can't just start slinging that word ab- again, uh, 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 about women in reference to the same women. He's like, these bitches over here calling me a bitch. That's when he lost me a That's, little bit. And I'm just like, okay, obviously you have no sense of awareness it, yeah. and there are different rules for you being a man and what you can say and different rules and certain rules for what women can say to you. And it makes it seem like, and I probably think this is the case, that women saying you women calling you a bitch is the worst thing in the world. But you calling them a bitch or some other name isn't a big deal. It's he doesn't maybe he doesn't have the wherewithal. Maybe, maybe. he doesn't want to say this, but it's he talks about it's a trigger. But it's I it's a hundred percent a gender thing. Yeah, it's totally. A, it's a ma- it's a demasculation of him. Yeah, I bet he would be just as triggered if they called him a sissy. Yep, if they called him a faggot. Hundred percent. It, it's the same. It's it. It is if when they call him a bitch, he's probably almost feeling the word faggot. And yep. so, but the fact though that he then can just lob that word back at those women. Yep. And now, granted, he, he didn't say it to them. He was talking about them, but still, he was on a television he show. Probably would. I think I thought that was. I thought his behavior was gross, but I also think Bratini and Aisha's behavior was gross a bit too. And no- knowing that it bothered him and needling him for it. Need- and that. I agree. Shockingly, Magda's the only person that apologized. And I can't take 
the tears of Bratini just crying of, oh my God, it's so awkward. You spoiled little brat. You called him a bitch. Apologize to him like an adult I human she, and just say, I'm sorry I, I called you that. I think she actually tried and he kept shutting her down. She wanted to times. talk to him. She yeah. did want to talk to him about it, but I think she just needed to say she never, but it happened while Asia happened. Asia did that. Like they both should have, he was upset about it. They both should have did what Magda did and went up to him that night and said, I didn't, that was not cool of us. We yeah. should, I'm sorry. But instead now they've drawn it out and then they didn't I, say anything. I think it's, I think part of their issue is that that word is so ubiquitous in our culture. It, it's true. And especially when it's like, yeah, bitches, which is almost a rant. It's different when you call someone a bitch. Very different. Um, but when you say, yeah, bitches, or blah, 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 but like, when, and it, when Bertini said, that's the Beatles, bitch, um, it sounded like, it, basically, this comes from almost a drag queen culture. Yeah. You know, where someone says, uh, that's blah, 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 bitch, you know, or, or earlier than that, uh, black culture. Yeah. You know. Bitch, please. So, all yeah. Of that. All, all of that, and... You can take whatever trigger you want to with the word, but it you should think about what context it's being used in. It's the fact that Jamie doesn't seem to have any sense of humor about it at all. At all. And can't and also and the And can't speak about it really at no, all. No, can't even talk about why it bothers can't, him. He can't even talk to them. Yeah. He has to run to the captain, which he should not have done. Oh, this was such a this was a bitch move. That he should have <laughs> he really should have talked to them. Yeah. Especially that there was no reason for him to involve the captain in this. Even yeah. he kind of laughed when he was doing it because a part of him went, This is ridiculous. But he it was some uh some of the women on the boat are calling men names. Only him. That's what he said. He said, yeah, they're only calling him Only names. him. Culver does not have a problem. Benny does not have a problem. No. Yeah, it's... I, I think that was when it became, we know who the most sensitive person on the boat is. We do, and I think Benny picks up... Now, but also, do we, do we also recognize that, again, I mean, I said it as a joke, but it is true. Words do trigger and hurt people. Right. And so, if... There, I mean, there, I mean, we have said as like podcast partners, like one of us will say something to the other without that intention. And then one of us will take it because it is a trigger word for us. Yeah. That, and we as business partners say, okay, I'm not going to say that anymore because it doesn't matter to me. Right. So there needs to be that type of well, compromise of, of, of these people don't care about those, one another. Enough. They, they really don't. I wrote, I thought that I wrote yeah. that actually down. I went. No one really likes each other on this boat. I think Asia and the stew and her stews actually do. I think Culver Asia and Tuma, Tumi. Tumi. I think Culver and Bertini like each other. Actually, I think Culver and because Culver and Jamie are all hanging out on each other's Instagram yeah. and traveling together, so I think they're friends now too. But from what we're seeing, but there is, I think. It is a distance that Jamie projects to try to be the leader over all of them, and uh, it's com- it comes out of insecurity, and because he deep down he's asking himself, "I don't, I'm not right for this." I'm, or he feels like he's imposter yeah, syndrome. Yeah. He feels like I'm not good enough to do this right. job, and that makes such sense because he automatically feels like when Captain Jason doesn't support him. Instead of right. that's just a difference of opinion, Captain Jason doesn't trust me as a leader. He completely takes it personal. So, by the way, y'all, Benny gets to stay on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say, Benny, Benny starts working hard, really hard, because he knows he has to, because Captain Jason says, otherwise you're off. I mean, I agree. I do see the difference of why, but I do understand, I think it's, if he doesn't know the whole story, I can see why um, Jamie would be feel like, what's the difference of Magda having to leave? Because he's a, I can see why Jason or Jamie would think that the captain supports Aisha's opinion more of yeah. what he is. Because he has been bitching about Benny for a long time. But underneath all, what I feel like we saw in this episode, and you and I actually called it. We, uh, not to pat ourselves on the ass, but... Um, <laughs> 
but we do down the daily. But we said several episodes ago, we talked about how we felt like a lot of this Benny and Jamie tension, the underlying thing was is that Benny wasn't the is a different type of man and not this quote masculine man. He's yeah. sensitive, he's emotional, he's feeling, he's the exact opposite of Jamie, and they challenge one another. Yeah. And I actually think after seeing this and seeing that is the that is the actual main crack in their relationship, and I don't think it will ever be solved. They don't speak because the same emotional language. Men don't speak those languages to yeah. one another about masculinity. That's really true. Who knew that Badoo would have something to say about 20, 21st century masculinity? That's he was being a jerk, especially by ignoring them and ghosting them. That said, I'm going to repeat what I said last episode. I will be Jamie's bitch. <laughs> You can call me a bitch all day don't long. Don't call him one. Oh, no. You know what it is? Wouldn't dream. I think it is also the... It's a gendered term already because we're dealing with... We're, we're basically saying we're calling some someone a, a man. Calling a man a bitch is basically saying you're unmanly. You are everything. And it's also making an insult to be a woman. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested to talk to Ryan Bailey about this because I feel like I'm trying to have perspective on it, but we're we're ba- we're bitches. I claim we're I'm gay- a bitch. Yeah, we're gay men. <laughs> I'm so, a horrible high riding bitch. Yes, and I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> you are, and so the basic of the basicest. But so <laughs> we claim. So we're so close to the bitch fire. Yeah, it'd be interesting to talk to a straight man who watches this and see what they think. Which we yeah. got an email. I think his person reached out. They to did. Us. We shit. They did. Gotta, we're gonna do a collab. It'll it'll have to be until after tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I did respond right. one night late, and I may have said something gross about Ryan. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it's his assistant. It's fine. Where does he live? What do we do? What are we? When are we gonna get an assistant? Uh, we have to pay them. <laughs> do you want to pay an assistant, poodle? No. Is Ryan Bailey in Los Angeles? Yeah. Maybe we can do an in-person show. That might be an issue. That might, that might not be an issue. Yeah, we'll it would be an issue. You'd have to sit on the other side of the room. I'll be fine. Um. So anyway, we talked a lot. We just yeah. ran through a lot of my tea bags, but that was kind of the big no, core I just, of the show. I think this is a a good conversation to have, though, because I've. It was. It used to be so common to. I've just kind of stopped myself from calling. I've really held the word "bitch" back for, especially women, because we just. I. I feel like it's. It's said by men, whether it's straight men or gay men, as such a malevolent thing, and so I've. I've kind of stopped saying it, or I've tried to. I um, held it back for women. I. I realized in watching this that I never say it to straight men. That's interesting. I never say it to Because them. maybe there's a sixth sense of you in you that you know that would... I think I would say that to a straight man because I would think it would be transgressive. And he would know I was kidding. Um, but I think it, there is the... I mean, No, that's not true. I have said it to a couple. But like we'll say it to each other. He'll be like, what's up, bitch? And I'm like, nothing, but, bitch. What's up? But the fragility of, of, of that of a straight man who is going to go to pieces... After they're called, it bitch. really kind of decimated him. Yeah, and it completely and, shut him down. And to the point where, and you guys, I think it's I think it's really easy to say, oh, he's just being super fragile. You could tell he was gutted by it. It just really a bo- simple word. No, I'm not going to make fun of him and say that because I don't want to be like because I did think about what if this was switched and what if Jamie. Now I get it. It's not the same because he's a straight man, right. and they're. But still, what if he called them the c word, yeah, or something that they didn't like? And he was like, "But that doesn't mean anything to me." Like the way Bertini's saying, "This isn't a big deal," and you keep kind of egging right. it on. We would be incensed, yeah, that he was talking I, to a woman this way. I think also we. What I said earlier about they don't really know each other that well. They and really they don't. don't have a lot of emotional currency with each other. And especially Jamie, who has distanced himself from all the women in the cast mm-hmm. because of probably masculine masculinity reasons. He even said earlier, there's no hot women on this boat. Yeah. 
So that I want to that I want to date. Actually, he didn't say there are no hot women. There's like there's no one for me on this. Because he's from where again? Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which, anyway, it's just it's who knew this conversation, y'all? We would love to know your thoughts. Put your comments in our yeah. in our uh, Patreon or uh, or on our Facebook group or tweet us. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Instagram. That's my it. next tea bag. Oh, uh, is oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. I I just want to say mine because it was at the beginning of the show when they literally showed Magda texting in the middle of her in the moment, and they <laughs> were just waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. For her to finish oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I always thought she was a little flaky, no. but after this episode, I'm like Magda, dumb y'all. I will miss her. <laughs> She's uh, great. TV. Spoiler alert: If you don't watch the show. She was dismissed. She's gone. She's gone. Like a run of honey and honey and home. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> Michael McDonald? Yes. Hard way to run. Home and home And then home and Emperor of Yacht Rock. <laughs> Michael McDonald. Uh, no, I was someone say, just went screaming. Went, oh, oh, Larry, the singing by Michael, the singing by Michael. <laughs> Some Carl's wife. Uh, so Culver described his idea of flirting. I take him. He has this smile, so everything sounds like I take him to the Bradbury compound, ride the horses. And then we re it's a little McConaughey at the same time. Then we go to or 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 I'm trying to think who who does it sound like? Jack little Jack Nicholson more oh. than anything else. We're gonna ride the horses and then I'm gonna be shirtless and it's all gonna be fun, righteous dude. There is nothing wider than this weekend he described. Oh <laughs> full on John Birch Society. I mean <laughs> I, I, I'm into it. Um, I, if I could, I, but I don't have my phone ready. If I could play the Brokeback Mountain theme, I would right now. Because <laughs> when I saw Culver on a horse, I leaned in. I still he looks good. I still in say that outfit. His confessional in the moment look does him dirty. When I see but him, he's looking hotter and hotter in real life. Boat. I'm like. Why are you normal looking kind of hot? Oh, when he put on that, when I saw him on top of a horse in a cowback, I'm like, you need a Yosemite, my ass, quickly split. <laughs> Quickity split? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's what I was just oh. going to say. Hold on, I'm getting a text. Hold on. It's from Paulina. Oh. Oh, no. What did she say? She's a good friend of mine. Oh, she is. Um, okay. She says, hey... Out with your boyfriend. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I hate Paulina. She always does this. But she's my best friend. So. Ugh. That Paulina. Ugh. I'm sorry. It took me right out of my work. You know what? I'm sorry. You can text her back and we're going to take a commercial. Okay. We'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality game
praise is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy to be a bitch but I really fucking hate their relationship Magda and her boyfriend oh she oh when she said this relationship I thought Aisha was talking about her relationship with Magda like no no her relationship she hates Magda's relationship with her boyfriend funnier (laughs) 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 because it literally it literally stops all work for her Oh. And keeps her up at night. <laughs> I will say that is what really bugs me about Magda is that's it. <laughs> that's uh, it. But there's a lot that bugs me. <laughs> she is uh, a pet peeve of me is when people show that they don't think about other people at all. No, she's and are so extremely rude. spoiled and self-involved. She's so rude. Yeah, she's a very. I could not be around her for very long at all. Yep. What? How she gets by in life is she's charming enough and she's pretty and uh she's got a quality that makes you look past her uh her problems and that's how she's gotten by in life if she wasn't attractive she would get nowhere <laughs> well but if she wasn't attractive she also she might would not have, be a so different, she'd have a different personality and not text anybody and say i look fucking hot yeah. God. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting her a text. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's for my friend Paulina again. Oh, what Paulina wanted to say. She says, I'm not how I appear on television. Uh, Magda is a bitch. Oh. And, I, oh. and I'm stealing her boyfriend. Okay. And you're a bitch too. Ouch! Ouch. Paulina! Ouch. Well, she's really using that... Loaded word this episode. Love you. She says love you, okay, though, which well, is nice. She's my best go. friend. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I will say when they go out. She's a good girl. Bratini looks gorgeous. This is the best Bratini and hair makeup we've had. I just yeah. wanted to say on that. It's not really a tea bag. It's just more like a. What's your next one? Um, uh, besides besides Magda. Uh, Mag- y'all, Magda lost her phone, and it was like she left her daughter in a store. <laughs> It was like it was. It, it was like a lifetime movie. Well, it reminded me of like Sally Field in that movie. Not without my daughter. Not, with, not without. Not my. But uh, an eye for an eye. Oh when she's yes. Like stuck in traffic, trying. She hears her daughter getting uh, like uh, attacked Abducted. by Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Sutherland, and she's just going. She's banging it on the windows, going. I need your <laughs> It did feel like she lost a part of herself. Oh, completely just. <laughs> Y'all, this woman. She left her daughter in a this store. This woman needs. I realized after that, I went, Magna, Magda lives on a different planet than the rest of us. Well, she is so emotionally, this is a 13-year-old relationship. I would almost say younger. Yeah. It's, I would like to say 10. And the level of jealousy that's there, and then Paulina gets in the middle, and it's just ridiculous. Like, I- I'm not going to lie. If they told us that we're going to do a spinoff called Magda's Life. I'd watch. I'd kind of watch it. Because I, tell me you don't want to meet Paulina. Oh, I do. I really want to meet Paulina. I guarantee you, Paulina is also gorgeous. Oh, yes. And statuesque and tall. Yes, is a model and, friend, and she's dark haired because I can dark, already see Paulina. She's not gonna, and, well, um, uh, Magda's not going to be with another blonde. No, she's not. No. <laughs> and Paulina says things all the time, like, "Oh my God, you're so beautiful. I love everything about you. I'm going out with your boyfriend. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, see you later, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> love you. Love you. I know she's a tough friend for me to have too. <laughs> 
Oh God, we're you are all over. I'm going through these. You're all over on these tea bags. I so. know. I mean, let's see. What's we are, your next? We already one? talked about. No, I I did really. Um, that was I, a lot of. Can it. I talk about y'all? I need to say that chocolate fountains are disgusting. I I thought this was hilarious because what was, you were just talking about this last week. Yes, I don't remember what show, but it was a totally different show. You were bringing them up. It was about like Western Sizzler or or Sizzler having chocolate fountains. Oh, Sizzling Sirloin. Sizzling Sirloin. I asked if they had a chocolate fountain. Yes, they did not. Um, but a lot of places have chocolate fountains, and that's how you knew these charter guests. It's the one time I agreed with Ryan. The fact that they have Mexican food in a chocolate fountain, they're basic. I yeah. agree. And he said, how about Uber Eats? Now, however, you're a chef. You're going to give them whatever you can. And I thought Aisha was really smart by saying, could we find a way to do a chocolate fountain that was a really high quality dessert that you incorporated them? And he's like, no, they're only a chocolate fountain. So maybe like, and I wonder, would they be okay with it? Or did they want their chocolate fountain? They seemed to like, that seemed to be the only food they liked. <laughs> and this is what I want to know. I, cause I go back to Those and men, forth. though, I don't give a shit. Those men could have oh. had their way with me. I would have oh fucked the strawberry. Oh, my God. I would have dipped their dick in it oh. and ate that chocolate off it. I feel like I'm in cocoa. <laughs> oh. What? So there is a problem with the chocolate fountain. Where do we plug it in? Yeah. It's, uh, but I'm saying the, my issue is it's unsanitary. Yeah, I, no, no, no. I'm agreeing yeah. with that. But I'm just saying. Just recycling that chocolate. Recycling <laughs> that chocolate. Is there, um, not that I want to defend Ryan. And no. I defend, but whose job is it to make sure, because I kind of felt like, wouldn't it be on service if they're serving the chocolate fountain uh, Would it be on them to make sure where it's plugged in it, or is that on I Ryan? I think that's on Ryan. Really? Yeah, because it's part of his meal. So he should talk to Dick. Because Aisha brought that when Aisha brought that up, I it was like she was trying to talk to him about it. Well, she did tell him. She said, You need to set to sort that. She did say that, yeah. But yeah, okay. I was just really just curious. But regardless, he didn't push back. You know what? He said, I've been so busy, blah, blah, blah. Poodle, I just want to say, I'm still mad at you, but I didn't be with anybody. What? When, no, I'm mad just text. When oh. she texted her boyfriend, <laughs> I'm still mad at you when she found her phone, but I didn't be with anybody. I didn't be with anybody. <laughs> hey, I'm still mad at you, but I didn't fuck anyone last night. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Y'all... Can you imagine how volatile this relationship is in person? Oh. If this is what it's like. Oh. It is full-on War of the Roses. Now, we finally see pictures of her boyfriend. He's with hot. The, with his shirt off. He's hot. Yeah. No, he's... But I, do you think he's nuts, too? I bet yeah. so. Yeah. They're, he, they're all nuts. I bet they both like love to have sex and look in the mirror at each yeah. other having sex. No, both of them. They're all like... They're all tweaked, crazy Eastern Europeaners. <laughs> There's a lot of drugs Eastern that are Europeans. involved. Yes, lots of I don't drugs. Know if, I don't know if it's drugs. Um, well, when you say tweaked, what do you mean? Tweaked in the head. Oh, oh, okay. Like the, the slightly off. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not in a meth way. Not okay. in a methy oh, way. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because you tweaking means you're. Yeah, but that's doing. specifically gay. Um, in a in a it, so it's true. So think outside the world. You I know. don't know much about it. <laughs> I don't know much. No, but I know I'm tweaking. Um, I I just want to point out one moment in this where the get charter guests are like, oh, this this was too too spicy for me. I don't want this powder. <laughs> my mouth is burning. They um, literally call the food shit. They did. It was nice and to see. I I don't doubt that it was. I don't doubt that the food wasn't good. Because remember when Dave did tacos and they were gorgeous? Right. Like, unbelievably and, gorgeous. And I will say, I feel like Captain Jason may be a couple years from what culinary trends are. Because edible flowers were a big thing like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'll see it still at some restaurants. But uh, 
But if I, I know was, Ryan was offended by it, but he wouldn't be telling you your job if you were doing your job. But what he did say, what Jason did say, was, "I want a wow factor." None of this was wow factor. He served them an avocado salad. Yes. And of course, I was watching this with Bridget Green. I said, Bridget, look at that. He served them a fucking avocado salad. And Bridget said, but I like avocado salad. Yes, she did. And I said, Bridget, you're basic. But at least. I do like it. There's something you can do. It's not what you serve on a boat. Like he could have done an avocado, avocado and like whipped it or made it a mousse or something. Or you serve the avocado you serve the salad in the avocado in or the something avocado, like, like that. Yeah, it's some something. All of his food, I'm sure, it's tastes basic. pretty good. I think it just tastes fine. Um, but the way he, the way his approach, and this is not luxury uh, living by any means. No, what he's doing. he needs to just, honestly, the best thing for Ryan. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mine is to go work at an inner urban or Golden Corral. Oh, he'll never do that. But that's, I think, his food. Inner urban. It's a restaurant in Ardmore in Oklahoma. <laughs> no one else knows anything like that. <laughs> They're famous for their beer muffins. Inner urban? Interurban. Interurban. But we all say inner urban. But Ardmore's not urban. Well, it, it's in the middle of town. It's right on the highway <laughs> off of Holiday Drive. It's right by the Hilton and the Holiday Inn. That's why they call it Holiday Drive. But I'm that's saying what Holiday Inn is. you can't just say And anything. the conference center. I'm saying you can't. They've got Tesla sh- chargers sh- there. Tesla sh- chargers. <laughs> You can't just say it's like interurban and expect our audience to know. Well, that's the restaurant I worked at for a month, and I've talked about that on the show before. But when you give a frame of reference, you need to say just, something that's a bigger experience. It's like interurban's like a. Um, I don't give a shit what it is. Oh, well, no, you now need, I need to explain it to people. To, I would <laughs> say it's like an it's like an it's like an uh, an Applebee's with less bar food. More, more the slight hinge to uh, home cooking. It's country Applebee's. Not really country, though. They've got a couple of Cajun dishes that I love. I love that Cajun bow tie pasta. Comes in a big bowl. With, comes with a big bowl with the beer muffin. Do you know uh, pastas are it's twofold for restaurants? I know this. Just if, you, if you've ever done serving, you know this. Um, pastas are the cheapest things to make, and they're, they're the most filling and it's you're just serving trash to your to your guests, unless you're going to like an authentic Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah, very different. Yeah. It's just both, but like yeah, if you're at Applebee's, you're getting a lot of salt, lot of with with not a lot of costly protein. It's, a, it's served with some blackened chicken. Yeah, but do you know how much comparatively? Well, you know, 
<laughs> I would either do that or the salad. It's very different than saying serving them a blackened chicken fillet. Yes. Or like a or or a, no, like it's a cut like up a breast for you of so chicken. That way you don't have to cut it. Yeah, but so you can do that and not serve them, so your costs go way down. Yeah. Pastas are the best way to get your margins. Yep. And you would watch. You would watch them make a pasta, and it was just like five pieces of chicken. Huge sauce, maybe some other things, tons of bow tie pasta, and some cheese. And a beer muffin at Inner <laughs> Urban. Again, what I'm saying is I don't object to you the comparison. No one knows what the fuck Inner I, Urban I is. I think people are going to come for you and say, hey, I've been doing, I think you're going to be surprised. Is it a chain? I think there's two or three of them. <laughs> In Oklahoma. <laughs> We need to move on. Anyway, I'm, 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 I'm no, I'm not getting <laughs> anyway, into this. But more. I think Ryan really needs to just stick to what he knows. I don't. I disagree with you. I do not think his food is good. I think it tastes. I think it tastes just normal food. I yeah, don't think anything is a wow it's, factor. It's okay to get by at a restaurant. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, maybe. But I just, like he couldn't work at a Houston's. Again, I don't know what that is. That's a chain. What is it? Steakhouse. Houston's. Steakhouse. Yeah, it's a steakhouse. They had one in Century City and then it closed, but now they've got one in Pasadena still. I don't need a full book report. But it's like a <laughs> it's like a Charleston's. In Norman. Right off south of OU. It's by Riverwind Casino. We need to move There's on. There's another one on Penn Square. You don't know these restaurants? No. I know. <laughs> and when I refer to things, I only know big chains because people go, What? People people do know. I think people do know. I don't know if they know Charleston's as much, but they do know. Um, Houston sounds Houston's. familiar. Houston's is good. But I would I would give a bigger chain like Ruth's Chris's or Ruth's Chris. I never heard that till I moved to L.A. There was just one of them here. They're everywhere. They're everywhere? Yes. I thought there was just one on La Cienega. They are a national chain. I didn't sweetie. know that was a chain. They are a huge national chain. I knew Del Frisco's was a chain. <laughs> Ryan can't work there. That's is, too nice of a restaurant is, for him. Is the podcast just us just saying names <laughs> of restaurants we know? Potato Garden. That's a real name. You've never been to Potato Garden? <laughs> We've got to move on. <laughs> Again... I feel like these are you just expect people to know town places in Oklahoma, and none of us live there. Thank God. Thank God. But y'all, I'll be there on October twenty second for Ardmore Southern Oklahoma Pride. I'll be emceeing. Come see me. I feel I gotta like keep announcing that. So most of our most of our most of our content is directed towards a small contingent of Oklahoma, <laughs> and we need to fix that. <laughs> Well, if you were doing gay pride in Pickens, we would announce it. We'd say, come oh, see I'm, Poodle no, and Pickens. I'm not objecting to your pushing your Oklahoma pride. I'm saying your, your, your mentioning of only Oklahoma chain restaurants native to Long oh, Grove. Well, whatever. Go with what I will say. It's not Oklahoma pride. I mean, pride in that. I'm not proud of Oklahoma, but I'm proud of Oklahoma gay, queer, rainbow okay, pride. Sure. But uh, saying all that, that 10-minute diversion what happened? was me saying when Captain Jason brought the cucumber to Coco, her favorite movie is Coco, where she's like, I feel like I'm in Coco. Her name's Charlene. That's what it is. Uh, and, and he's like, you said this was spicy, so I'm bringing this to you. That is a masterful gesture. It's a masterful. The same way of let me be the captain, let me take them diving. Well, I think it is. That's a good idea, but I think that shows a weakness on him because instead of actually delegating and, and expecting his team to do it, he's having to micromanage. See, I don't think I didn't see that. I, I can agree because he does micromanage. A bit, yeah, but but I saw that as people feel special when the captain comes. I, with I totally so agree. I think that's why he did that. I totally agree. I'm thinking about the Below Deck franchise where no captain does that. Yeah, I, I so, yeah, that's true. Um, but because the meal was so horrible, yeah, he's kind of was like, "What do I do?" Yeah, I I understand that, but I I I get why he did it, but at the same time, it's like find a different way than doing that. Yeah, but um, 
I don't know. I just like to like, oh, she's like, oh, I'm fine. I don't need it. It's all good now. I'm like, yeah, all the, he silenced her complaining like that just by going the extra mile. Really? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Can I just talk one little second about uh, there's a van for us. Somewhere a van for us. Ooh. Pooping in buckets and seeing the scenery. Ooh. All of Australia's coming to me and you. Somewhere. Somehow. That's the single muted trumpet. Thank you. That's what makes me cry. Oh, that trumpet that at the end. That muted trumpet is what brings tears to my eyes. And the bass note, boom, oh. at the end. Both those movies were perfect. God, the... the perfect. Re- I, I will say, I've rarely enjoyed a remake like I enjoyed that West Side Story remake. Boy. Oh. Oh! So good. Because, y'all, I'm a purist, and I hate everything that tries to take anything that's tried to make it better. Believe me, I just saw Oklahoma at the music center, and that was shit. I'm going to, I think I'm going to have to cancel because I've heard so many people tell me. Y'all, and I love that show. And I've tried to not be a purist, but that's one of the worst things I've seen on stage. I think if you had seen it in the round, it'd be different, but. don't yeah. see the tour, y'all. Just watch the movie <laughs> at home with Gordon McRae and Shirley Jones. It's better. Or the Hugh Jackman one from P- Hugh Jack- PB- that one's great. PBS. Yeah. Or our friend Alana that I directed her in Oklahoma. She's 11 years old. And we walked out and she said, I think the version that you directed with 11-year-old girls was a better show than this. <laughs> and I said, I think you're right. I, I, I imagine, I assume you cut the dream ballet when you, <laughs> when you did it yours. I did. <laughs> I did talk about, dude, I talked to Bryce. I was like, what if we had some of the ballet? And he's like, we're not going to do that. And I said, okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I tried. We're not going to do that. Yeah. The show's 35 minutes. <laughs> that was a 45-minute show. Oh. Because they were a good cast. And like, next year, they did Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and it was great. I know we did that show together. Yeah, we did that one together. It was fun. All right. So... <laughs> Anyway, y'all, so we're moving on. Brittini's crying again. Brittini just cries this entire episode, and I'm sorry, but I know she's emotional, but she kind of makes it about her. She's like, she makes well, it about her here's, a little bit. Let me tell you one thing about this. It is this. The sketch. Their, their sketch. No, their schedule is grueling. This this show. She's just tired. Yeah, she's tired. Yeah, this show is not for everybody. And, uh, and the type of person sometimes they cast who is good for television, If the skill set to mix with that of being on a boat and working so hard and working with different difficult personalities, that happens. That happens at least, it's either a stew or a deck, decky, it, every season. I mean, I get why she's, even though I again still stand by, she should have apologized. Like, I know he's, but we didn't talk about this so much. We talked about Jamie being hurt, but we didn't talk about the way Jamie is completely icing out his staff. It's awful. You can't do that. You're the leader. You cannot do that. Sadly, I think he's going to wind up, he's going to make it. Um, because it's hard to replace a bosun. It is, but he's not He's not being a good leader He's not been effective. I guarantee you he will not be asked back. No, because his he said he, if you look at the difference of him and the, the difference of Storm on Below Deck Med, Storm is really trying to be adaptable to people's different learning styles. And and communication styles. And communication styles. Jamie is just very much... I understand why it grates on Benny so much. But I agree. I think Benny should have been fired several charters ago. Yeah. I I, for More than Magda. Because what Benny does, I agree, especially after that whole lifting Culver up, almost when he... That was unsafe. Yeah. But he was, anyway. He's been insubordinate several times, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if Captain Jason wasn't trying to play everyone's big brother and nice guy, I think he would have been gone. Oh, Benny would have been gone day one with Captain Lee. Day 
probably eight with Captain Sandy. Yeah. Captain Glenn would have given him a lot of chances, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a text. Goldie Rogers, sorry! <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Goldie Rogers, sorry! <laughs> oh, sorry, Goldie Rogers. I feel like Magda. I just needed you to say it. Goldie Rogers! <laughs> she is a delight. I swear to God. I really want. Can you do this? I'm gonna do. Th- I'm gonna say this on the show so that way it forces you I to would do it. Love to because, impersonate oh, her to her face. Did you ever do? Because you never did the revo- the Libby's voice lesson. Did I never you? did. So th- I'm gonna call this out, and, and I'm not editing this out on the show. I need you to go on our TikTok as Asia. Okay. I need you to do that. Okay. I think it would give me a lot of joy. Okay. Can you get an Asia wig? I think so. I would love so. that. But, but I'm going to give you until this season is done. Okay. But I'd I like you not to wait for the last three episodes. So sooner than later. <laughs> we don't have a lot going on. So sure. <laughs> just trying to plan all the live you know, shows. It gives me joy. And I just want you to share that joy with people. Can we talk about high tea? Well, I didn't see it. Uh, I, I saw. I'm American. And I know that this was church fellowship hall. This was uh, this terrible bad baby shower food hosted by Oscar Meyer. Yeah, this is one of the most appalling high tea things I've ever seen. You guys, this was fucking disgusting. And the cupcakes were awful. Everything was bad. And those weren't made. Those were pre-ordered cupcakes. Really? You think so? They looked it. Oh. He can't ice cupcakes like that. I don't know. I I don't think they. Maybe he bought them. I don't know. Uh, it was it was absolutely awful. But the charter guests were were really shit talking them as they should have. They didn't love it. They again. They even it again. Kind of like when they said they even told Asia like before with the spicy dinner. They said, "Tell them it's fucking terrible. Tell the ship." And with this, they just kind of like they were kind of so beaten. <laughs> Toomey was so embarrassed like, to serve but it. But with the English. They're English. Oh, my God. And Aisha told the captain, she said, I was embarrassed to serve that. I was embarrassed to serve this moon. You are crazy. You jealous, crazy girl. You are not a friend. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to read Hold on, text. I'm getting every- another Uh-oh. text, actually. Oh, no. I'm not like how I am. This is another one from Paulina. I'm not like who I am on the show at all. P.S. You're a bitch. That hurts. That hurts. I got to cut her out of my life. Well, but she's your best friend. I know. It's hard. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And she said she's dating my boyfriend. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. And you get into clubs with her. I know. So there She's you got go. all the good drug hookups. So, <laughs> so y'all, the charter leaves and basically Charlene says, wonderful time. And the food, there's a little problem with this food and that. But we love the drinks and we love the adventure. So basically, everything was great except for except that for fucking the food. food. It was to know that this is the charter that Ryan goes out on was just yeah. And by the way, y'all, we find out that the I mean we know there's another chef who's got a and they and, lead us with the, yeah. yeah. And then and Captain Jason says, "Listen, mate, um, let's talk about the red wedding." Yes, yeah. So y'all, Mags is Mags has been summoned to the bridge because. Uh, Captain Jason makes Aisha make the decision, thankfully. And then Aisha even goes to Toomey, and Toomey thankfully says, it's your decision. She says it's her decision, but Toomey says, I don't want to take someone's job away from them, but it's becoming a real problem. Yeah. So she basically agreed as well. And what was interesting is Aisha kind of made a huge leadership decision. She says, I'm accountable to the guests the cap. Sorry, I'm accountable to the guests. Thank you. The captain and and Tommy, my my two. <laughs> so who's gonna come now, y'all? But she, I don't when know. Captain tells Magda, this just shows that she doesn't get it because she her acted face was like so a sh- crazy person. But her face was shocked. She could tell she was like, "What? She doesn't get it at all. Yeah. She does not get it. She just. I don't think yachting is for her. No, no, it's not for her, y'all." She needs to have pictures taken. She of her. needs to be an influencer. Yeah. That needs, and I don't. I don't mean that that's easy because I know some influencers that work really hard. But and, I think she's good at that. And she kind of gets it after everyone's crying. She's like, "No, I had a very good time," and blah blah blah. And and but 
I think she probably was insane after this, and she probably needed to be taken off a ledge. I don't think she cared as much. I think she just wanted to get back to her cra- As she said in the bar, I don't fucking care about these shards anymore. Right. I just want to get back to my boyfriend and Paulina, who's fucking him. <laughs> and y'all, here's the thing. Paulina isn't fucking Machik. It's She's just... Fu- hold on. Oh, God, he got another text. Hold, this is from Pauline again. No, you're wrong. I am fucking him. I'm oh. riding his dick every night and your boyfriend's dick. Wow, Paulina. Wow, wow, Paulina. That's rude. Just going at me. Just going at you. Uh, Did you even say I love you at the end? And I thought my boyfriend was gay. <laughs> Guess not. She gets everything she, she wants. Gets every- I loved it when Captain J said, after he fired Magda, he said, now you can go see your man. <laughs> Good move. It was a good move. It was a good I, move. That's all I've got. That's all I got. That was a big episode. Rotini cries a lot when Magda leaves. Like, I can't believe. She's, I was like, girl, take a nap. I think, I think she's, I think she will see this and she'll be either, she'll be a little embarrassed I don't about, think, uh, uh, but she's so sensitive and. I think she's going to be like, I showed my. Woman vulnerable. I think she'll make she'll own it. Maybe. Y'all, spoiler alert, Culver doesn't want to go in that van. No, he doesn't. He does not want to go in that van. I'm telling y'all that right now. No. That's just the show. I I like her, but I do she's, too. she's she's again, she looked beautiful this episode when they went out. Loved her hair yeah. and her makeup. I like her too. I agree with you though. I'm gonna give her the benefit. I think she is really fucking tired. She's very, very tired. I just want to say that my last teabag, did you notice when they once showed Culver with his shirt off? I thought he had like a cancerous tumor, or but then I realized that was just a muscle in someone's back. I didn't realize you could have muscles there. <laughs> I just He's, want to feel his, of his body, body is absolutely incredible. Like I just want to, I want to, if I ever see him, I'm going to ask him, can I just feel of your torso? And then he says, uh, our agreement maintained, you stay 10 feet away from me. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next. Hey, you leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts at our Spotify. Guess what? Now that our website's up. You can go to our website, realitygaze.com. And if you're, because if you don't know how to do that, if you go to our website at the top, it says reviews. If you click on that, it'll take you to a Spotify or an Apple link. And you can leave a review, and we greatly appreciate it. And you know it. what? Any Carl's wife can type in realitygaze.com. Don't put it past them. <laughs> Someone be, is it with a Z? They'll fuck it up. Anyway, y'all, our website's Not back up. .net. However, .com. we haven't got our link tree on there yet. So if you want to buy tickets to our doublet tour, you need to go to our Instagram or to our TikTok. We are going to try to get, maybe that'll be fixed by the time you go to this, by the time this episode airs, hopefully. Because uh, this episode's going to air, well, actually, I think when we're in Chicago, yes. isn't it? So if you didn't get tickets for Chicago, sorry, you missed it. <laughs> or it's tonight, I think. It's tonight. It's tonight. So come see us in Chicago <laughs> tonight. tonight. Tonight, y'all. Uh, Poodle has a costume that I have to air up. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm confused. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. But until then, remember, it's Anchors, Anchors Again. Can you say it in Aisha's voice? Anchors Again. <laughs> Anchors Again. It's Aisha. <laughs> 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 <laughs>